Hey, good morning. It's a good Friday morning today. I hope you have had a great week. I know that I have. It's been great to be back uh, with you this week uh, with our online devotionals. It's been great to be back at church after an awesome week of camp meeting. It's been a it's been a great week this week, and I'm thankful. I get to spend part of my week, part of my day each day with you here, uh, studying God's Word together through these online devotionals and our podcast. Some of you may know I podcast these devotionals out as well. So if you uh, want to, you can always listen to these on our podcast feed. I would invite you to take a moment and do that. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great um, way to dig into God's Word together. So thanks for doing this with me. And it's always, uh, it's always a joy to be with you uh, each morning through God's Word. Um, today we're going to be in Luke's Gospel. We're going to be in Luke this morning, chapter 9. Uh, we're going to be reading verses uh, 28 through 37. Uh, the story of the transfiguration is found in Luke's Gospel. So Luke chapter, chapter 9, verse 28 through 37. Now about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, went up to the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly there, they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish in Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with them. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it's good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them. They were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then came from the cloud a voice that said, This is my son, the chosen, listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. They kept silent in those days and no one, and told no one of the things they had seen. The next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Um, I tell people that, in my opinion, there are only a few times in, in Jesus' earthly ministry where he really received the glory and the power and the worship that he was due. One was at his baptism. At his baptism, it says, when he came out of the water, uh, he the spirit fell on him like a dove and it said the father spoke this is my beloved with whom i'm well pleased so in that moment of his baptism you all you saw we see all three persons of the trinity together and that's a pretty sweet moment the other moment where he receives the worship he's due is on palm sunday on palm sunday he comes into to jerusalem riding on the donkey and everyone comes out and lays their cloaks down and they worship him saying hosanna to the son of david hosanna in that moment, he receives the worship he's due. But then in the transfiguration, we see Jesus in all of his glory and all of his power. We see him as he truly is. And so James, Peter and James and John truly beheld Jesus. They saw him as he was. They saw him in all of his glory, all of his power, all of his might. They saw him in his glorious state. And what, 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 a, what a sight that must have been. That's what I um, always love Peter's response here where he says, um, it's, this, I'm reading for the New Revised Standard. Um, it says, uh, just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it's good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. Not knowing what he said. Our boy Peter was so befuddled and confused about what has happened. He just did like I do. He started talking. <laughs> he just started talking. And whatever came out, came out. Now, that resonates with me. I, I understand that. I, I do that a lot myself. But here's what I want you to see about the transfiguration. This would have been a glorious moment. This would have, would have been a powerful moment. This would have been a great moment. And in our lives, we have great moments with God, don't we? We have powerful moments with God. Like we have experiences with God in his word, in our daily devotionals, in our service, in our worship, wherever, wherever we are. We, we, we have pretty amazing experiences with God, don't we? We really do. But, then when, but what happens then is what happens in verse 37. 
On the next day, when they came down for the mountain, the crowd met them. They, they came down for the mountain. Um, we can't always stay on the mountain. Uh, we, can't, we can't always stay in the blissful, glorious, perfect moments. These moments when we encounter Jesus, they're pretty sweet. And they're pretty awesome. And for many of us, those moments are transformative. Uh, they're moments that change our life and change our faith and change who we are. Those are, those are pretty awesome moments when we encounter God in that way. They really are. But we can't stay there. We can't stay there. We can't, we can't always stay on the mountain. We've got to come down. Because when we come off the mountain and come into the real world, that's when we get to impact people for Jesus. Now, the mountain times are important. It's really important for us to find those moments with Jesus. It really is. It's important for us to find moments to spend with Jesus in his word, to spend with Jesus in his presence, to spend with Jesus in so many ways. Those are important moments. Our faith cannot be sustained if we don't have those moments. We need those moments with Jesus. Those important, sacred, beautiful moments, we need them. And sometimes our faith is starved because we don't have those moments, because we aren't attending to our soul, because we aren't truly seeking his face through those moments. And so I would I would encourage you to find time to, to find those moments. I, and I think that means to be consistent reading his word. I think that means to be consistent in praying. I think that means to be consistent in worship, consistent in service. I, I think I think finding those moments through our lives is important to maintaining uh, our faith. But we can't stay there. Uh, I, I preached on, not this exact text, but I preached on the, the Matthew um, version of this text last week at camp meeting. We were wrapping up, and, and I talked about how great camp meeting is and how much fun it is and how awesome it is, how much we encounter God there. But, but I said, we can't, we can't stay here, guys. We've got to go back to the world because the world needs us. Because if we don't go forth with the good news of Jesus, then how will the world know? And if we don't take the name of Jesus with us wherever we go, how will the world know that we, we have a job, y'all? As Christians, our, our job is not just to stay on the mountain. Now, it's important to go to the mountain. We need the mountain. We do. We need those moments. But we can't stay there. We can't stay there. We've got to come off the mountain. We've got to go back into our jobs and into our, our work and into our, our, our lives. Because if we don't go on the mountain and experience God, we don't truly feel and know him. But if we don't take what we learn on the mountain, if you don't take what you learn in God's word, like if you watch these devotionals every day, if you watch these devotionals or the to on podcast, or you, or you worship with us online or worship with us in person, uh, if you're spending time in these type of things, but you aren't using what you're learning to impact others, then we're not really being faithful. It's not just enough for us to experience God. It's as great as it is for us to experience God. It's not just enough for us to experience God. But we have to take what we learn from God. We have to take what we learn from His Word. We have to take what we learn from church. We have to take what we learn from study. And then use that knowledge, use that experience, use that power to impact somebody else for the kingdom. How will they know if we don't tell them? The Bible says, beautiful the feet that bring forth the good news. How will these folks know the good news? How will they know the mercy of God? How will they know the power of God? How will they know the grace of God, the forgiveness of God? Yesterday we talked about Jonah. How will they? How would Nineveh have heard if Jonah, if Jonah had only stayed on the mountain? How would Nineveh have heard about God's goodness? How would the world know about God's goodness if the church keeps to itself? We've got to come off the mountain. We've got to experience God. Then we've got to come off the mountain. We've got to go back to our lives, to our world.
to our everydays and tell somebody about what we've learned. So today, I hope you've had those mountaintop experiences. I hope that you've had them. I hope that you've had some powerful moments in your life where you've experienced God's goodness and God's power and God's grace. We all need those. But let's come off the mountain, y'all. Let's come off the mountain. Let's take the good news to this crowd. It says, when they came down, they saw the crowd. And if we would have kept reading, we'd find them that we find that they some great miracles happened. So today, where's God calling you to? How's God calling you to use what you've learned for the goodness of the world and so that folks can know Jesus? So that's my prayer, y'all, is that we can come off the mountain and tell others about the goodness of Jesus Christ. So I love you guys. I hope you have a great Friday today. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, we'd love to worship with you at St. Matthew's. It's not too late. You can learn more how to worship with us by visiting stm-umc.org slash reopen. And uh, you can find a spot right there to worship. Uh, we'd love to worship with you Sunday morning in person, either at our drive-in service at 9 o'clock here in this parking lot or in one of our two in-person services at 11. We'd love to worship with you. Or you can always, as always, you can join us online stm-umc.org slash live or on our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. Hey, love you guys. Praying for you. Have a great day. Let's uh, let's take what God's te teaching us. Let's come off the mountain and let's tell somebody about how good God is. Love you guys. Have a great day. See you Sunday.